Good day and how are you doing, Trinidad and Tobago? My name is Rondel Donoa and I'm your attorney at law and welcome to Strictly Legal on WESN Content Capital. I'm excited once again to host this episode where we discuss legal matters for your viewership. So today, we are going to discuss intellectual property. Many people ask, what is intellectual property? Further, intellectual property have many, many areas. We have copyright, we have trademarks, and we have patents. And do you know in Trinidad and Tobago, we do have an intellectual property office located right in Port of Spain? And many persons may ask, what is copyright? Or what is trademarks? And many times, we, we get it mixed up. So here we have with me today is an intellectual property expert, an attorney at law, Mr. Jason Nathu, uh, who uh, has 14 years post-qualification experience. He's also a tutor at Hewitting Law School, and he has a wealth, wealth of knowledge in the legal fraternity. Mr. Nathu, good morning. Good morning, Rondell. Thank you very much. I want to say congratulations to you on the program and also congratulations to WESN on creating local content. And that segues very nicely into what we want to talk today. Yes, about. definitely. Definitely. And thanks for, for accepting Certainly. and um, coming. I'm sure a lot of, a lot of your students are probably um, tuning in right now uh, to discuss or to listen to the discussions because I'm sure they, I mean, I'm sure part of their, their, their course as well, well is I, I hopefully we'll property. have a very um, fruitful discussion this morning. Yes, definitely. So let's delve right into the topic intellectual property give a layman explanation of what is intellectual property okay so intellectual property is a very wide area but basically it's creations of the human mind so anything that a creator creates that the human mind creates can be classified as intellectual property so when we hear property it is a form of property it's just not real property it's intangible property and just like any other type of property it can be bought it can be sold it can be licensed and it can be assigned so that's the the um, that, that's most the basic definition that i could give of intellectual right. property and many times you find that persons usually say they are copywriting something now before we go into the trademark aspect tell us what is real copyright law okay and the definition of sale. so i think before i get into copyright what we should understand is that there are many different types of intellectual property. So you mentioned copyright, you mentioned trademarks, there's also industrial designs, there are geographic indications, there are patents, and you may have heard all of these terms. Yes. And very often the public is confused because they interchange the terms and they don't realize that they are distinct different types of intellectual property. So copyright is a right that really refers to creative assets of artists. So it's a legal term to describe any right that creatives have over their literary or artistic works. And I say creatives yes. as a verb now right. and also as a noun because in, in this um, day and age, that's how it's referred right. to. And in this case, creatives can mean artists, can mean, well, sing, well, sing composers. Correct. So what is essentially covered under copyright is enshrined in our law. So the Trinidad and Tobago Copyright Act um, lists several yes. um, areas that are protected, and I'll just go through them very quickly. Sure. So we have books, pamphlets, articles, computer programs, and other writings. That would be the literary works, because when you think of a computer program, it's code, so it, it's written. There are speeches, lectures, addresses, sermons, and other works of the same nature. 
There's dramatic works, dramato-musical works, pantomimes, choreographic works, and other works created for stage production. Mm. There's stage production of works. Um, there's also musical works, either with or without spoken words. Mm -hmm. Audiovisual works, works of architecture, works of drawing, painting, sculpture, mm -hmm. engraving, lithography, tapestry, photos, photographic mm -hmm. works, works of applied art, illustrations, maps, sketches, um, geography, maps, typography, architecture. Yeah. And of course, in Trinidad and Tobago, we also protect works of mass, mass. as a type of, yes. of copyright. And in terms of the protection, can one decide that, okay, they are stealing, let's say stealing someone's um, intellectual property or stealing someone's work and, 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 and assume it as their own? So that is, so intellect copyright gives the author yeah. of the work the exclusive right to reproduce the work, to make copies of the work, to adapt the work. So anybody that uses someone else's original work mm -hmm. does so without their permission, permission. is infringing on copyright. Right. And therefore, there may be certain remedies that would be available to the author in law. Now, you'll find a lot of times, um, and we've seen it constantly, where persons may have ideas, right? And, okay, they may think that, okay, because I had an idea with respect to, to a word and someone else decided to run with that idea and create it into a dramatic or literary work. The person who had that idea thought, think, are thinking that their copyright has been infringed. Right. Is, that, is that in fact correct? No, because there's no copyright in ideas. You don't have any copyright in just a mere idea. The work has to be something that is very original. You have to show that it's original and it must have some substance to it. There are also certain um, works that are excluded from copyright. For example, um, speeches that are given in Parliament, um, anything that's done in the course of legal proceedings, yeah. for example, those would be excluded from, from copyright um, protection as well. And, and how does one protect their copyright? So copyright exists just by virtue of creation. Right. Unlike other types of intellectual property where there's a registration process, copyright, you don't need to register anything. And, and, and that is a very important point in our local jurisdiction. Because a lot of people think that they have to register their copyright. And because they would have registered with cut, that, yes. that means that their rights are, are, are protected. And, and, and there's a misconception when it comes to COT because COT only, um, COT is an acronym for Copyright Music Organization of Trinidad and Tobago, which is a collections agency, but it's only concerned with music. It has nothing to do with photographs, architecture, etc. So registering with COT doesn't mean that you've registered your copyright. Copyright exists just because you've created something. And it doesn't mean it that your work is original when you register with Well, COT. no, because mm. that's one of the elements of copyright. You must be able to prove that your work is original to enjoy the rights um, subsisting in copyright. And let's go back to the, to the ideas. Sure. Right? Um, of course, you have to put pen into paper. Now, tell us in terms of the originality of the work. Can one uh, type their work on a computer and that would be evidence of copyright? Let's talk about how, how does one right. evidence so, that their work is original? So as I was saying, it just exists by virtue of creation. So copyright is one of those rights that it's only really enforced if there's a dispute. So when you now have a dispute over the ownership of copyright, you now have to come back to your evidence. Yeah. What would that evidence be? 
you must have in the course of creating your work some sketches, um, a draft, a first draft, etc. So you really would need to be able to prove that you were the author of this original work and you have some, something that shows some early version of the work, etc. So you and that could be like a, a, a timestamp. Right. Or, you, yeah. you know, a, a long time ago, people used to say that if you posted something to yourself, they, call, they used to call it poor man's copyright, that, that that meant you were protected. So what that does, I mean, the idea really is, is true, but what it does, it creates a, a date that you may have um, posted an envelope with a time, a stamp, um, so that you can show you were the author as at that particular date. But I mean, now in modern times, we have versions of the computer that have dates and so on, and any proper lawyer will know how to bring those things into yeah. evidence in courts yeah. if, if it becomes contentious and you have to rely on that evidence in courts. And now what are some types of remedies? Okay, let, let, let's just um, draw an example. What, what, what sort of um, infringement that there are with respect to copyright? Okay, so the author has the exclusive right to prohibit reproduction, translation, adaptation, public distribution, display, rental, performance, broadcast, importation, or any communication to the public. So if you feel that your work has been infringed on, there are several remedies to the courts. So yes. you can bring an action to the courts and you can ask for several things. You may want an injunction to stop um, the, the infringer from um, communicating yes. it to the public or doing whatever they're doing. Um, if the infringement has passed, you may ask for damages. You might want an account of profits if someone has profited from your work. If, for example, the work um, is being sold, you might want the, the works to be seized mm -hmm. um, or destroyed. I think we've had cases in the past where persons writing books, textbooks, for mm -hmm. example, yeah. in those photocopying shops at, yeah. at UE may have enforced their rights and demanded that the store cease um, operations in that way, or alternatively, the alternatively to destroy yeah. the works. But, but, but we have seen, uh, we have seen um, for a long time in this country where pirating is an issue, right. particularly where creatives or artists um, would spend lots of monies on their production uh, they would register with, with cut, and then you have the pirates on yes, the streets selling yes, their music yes. on authorized sale and copying of the music. Right. Tell us why is it that, that, that the laws, I mean, why the laws are there? Why is it that, that these pirates are still allowed to continue so, the unauthorized reproduction right. of music and sale? So, I mean, piracy is, a, is, is basically an infringement of copyright. And you can have piracy with music, with um, the DVDs yes. was a big issue as well. So in copyright, there are different types of remedies. There are the civil remedies, but there are also offenses akin to criminal offenses criminal created offense, under yes. the Act. Yes. So um, just by virtue of, of selling and so on, you can face a fine of $250,000 or 10 years imprisonment upon summary conviction. And you would have seen in the past the police enforcing, sometimes running the DVD man mm -hmm. on Independence Square, selling the CDs yeah. of, of artists, etc. It really comes to a matter of enforcement because really if an artist feels that their work has been infringed upon, it's the onus is on them to bring an action to the court. Yeah. Very often, 
artists might find that uh, a cumbersome or an expensive or process, expensive process or, yes. or maybe they may not even be aware that, the that there is protection that is available to them so I think it's important that musicians and when we're dealing with music now we have the performer we have the person who may have written the lyrics, lyrics to the yes. song we have the person that composed the Compose. music and, all then you different have, elements, and then you have the arranger correct yeah. all different elements that all um, contain copyright protection and um, very often you find with, with music that there are contracts in place. And, and mm -hmm. you know what I would encourage people to do is to make sure that they have agreements in place. Yes. But particularly for music, there would be a contract in place between the performer, the songwriter, the, the arranger, etc., yeah. as to who owns what. And it would be the onus would be on the person who owns those rights yes. to bring an action, a civil action, before the court um, or make a complaint to the or police. Or make a complaint, yes. Jason. We'll be back after the break and sure. we will speak about trademarks thereafter. Certainly. We'll be right back. And uh, welcome back. So Jason, we were speaking about copyright infringement. Now, we have seen with the advent of COVID, a lot of things are now done online and yes. virtually. And there have been a lot of discussions, particularly with respect to the education system, whereby teachers are uploading and sharing textbooks online yes. Yes. Um, without the proper licenses. Correct. Um, can you just explain to me exactly why is that and how can one protect their their work virtually? Sure. So with copyright, there are certain exceptions where someone may be able to use a copyright, um, copyrighted work. So an example of an exception is a, a single recording for personal use. Another exception is for educational purposes. Now, it's okay if you are sharing an excerpt maybe of a textbook in a class and that class can be online or it mm -hmm. can be um, a physical class. But it's a different matter entirely if you're sharing an entire textbook. You can't mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, so yeah. if you're just using a little piece um, to illustrate a point in your teaching, that's fine. That, mm -hmm. That's part of the um, exception just because you're disseminating information in a controlled classroom, classroom environment. Yeah. But you can't now make an entire textbook available to your students. Now you're infringing on the copyright of the author and the author can bring an action against you, against his school, against if it's a ministry um, for, for that breach. So teachers... You hear? Authors can bring an action against you. So please get your license. Yes. Right? That's important. So let's discuss trademarks. Sure. Quickly, what is a trademark? Okay, so a trademark refers to basically a brand or a logo. So in what it is, it's a sign that is capable of distinguishing your product or service from that of somebody else's product or service. Right. And that's the basic definition basic. of trademarks. And of course, we have varied types of trademarks. So tell us what are the different types of, of marks that you can that well, you can um, there, there are really only two types of trademarks. There are um, product, service marks, and, and trademarks. But essentially, it's the same thing. It's, it's really one broad category of protection for brands, for logos, etc. One of the key elements of trademarks are that it must be distinctive. And you register trademark in respect of the class or the category of goods or services that you are intending to use. So. For example, you have a computer in front of you. It may yep. be an Apple computer. Mm -hmm. the, an Apple 
or the word Apple may be distinctive in terms of computers. You wouldn't automatically associate an Apple for computers. But the trademark will fail if it was an Apple for a food store, for a grocery, because right. an Apple is not distinctive of a food store or a grocery. So distinctiveness is one of the key elements of a trademark. And one may ask, are words, can words be um, trademarked? Absolutely, because brands are very often words. It could be a single word. You might have a slogan. You might have a word coupled with an image. Sometimes um, even shapes such as the Coca-Cola bottle yes. could be trademarks. There have been trademarks in other countries with certain smells um, um, that are indicative of a particular brand, maybe a musical um, jingle, a short one, for example, I think NBC, you, you hear the, the, the um, NBC rhythm, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. just three notes, but mm -hmm. that's trademarked as well. So um, once it's capable of distinguishing the product from any other competitor product, then it's, it would be registered as a trademark. So like for instance, the, the brand Tribe, Yes. Tribe can be registered. Or so the word be, tribe the word could tribe. be registered as a trademark. The logo tribe would be registered mm. as a trademark. And then any of their affiliate brands would also be would registered also be as reserved. trademarks. And when you say their affiliate brands, explain what their affiliate brands will be. Is it that it has to, be, it has to fall under the word tribe? No, not okay. necessarily. So mm -hmm. it would just be that the same company might have multiple trademarks. Right. So Tribe might be a trademark, Bliss might be a trademark, okay. Lost Tribe might be a, a trademark. A trademark. Right. The but one of the important things, Rhonda, that we have to appreciate is that trademarks must be registered. Yes. Whereas with copyright, it just exists, yes. you've created it. With trademarks, there's a registration system. And just walk us through the registration system in Trinidad and Tobago. Sure. So the Intellectual Property Office is, um, administers registration of trademarks, patterns, industrial designs, geography indications etc it's a relatively simple process now with the virtual world it all can be done online however I think it's important that anyone wanting to register a trademark and particularly small business owners or any business owner really seek legal advice because you would need someone who understands the distinctiveness requirements of a brand to give you proper advice because you don't want to go register a trademark and then the trademark is rejected or refused by the office on the basis that it's not distinctive so um, that is one right. thing I would want to make sure people and, understand. And, and can a trademark, okay, let's say for instance, we have Topman in mm -hmm. the UK. And there, I've seen one or two stores with the same name in Trinidad, mm -hmm. but it's not the same as the international Correct. brand. If the local brand wants to register that name Topman, can the intellectual property office refuse that registration based on an international um, um, similar uh, trademark. So what usually happens, and people may not be aware, but there are many, there are hundreds of brands that are registered in Trinidad who may not even be operating in Trinidad, but they are registered. Now, one of the unique things under the Trademarks Act is that you must be able to prove use. So if you're not using a mark, it is capable of being um, struck off the trademark register right. um, for, for, for non-use. So technically, someone could register a brand that's not registered, that may be well-established internationally um, on the basis that they've been using that brand in Trinidad. And, 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 and one of the things that, that we, we must note, like for instance, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola has to register their trademark in each jurisdiction that they are... That so they are, any trademark, trademarks has to be registered in every single jurisdiction in which you intend to use it. Now that may have been a painful process in the past, but now the Trademarks Act has been updated. There is in force something called the Madrid Protocol, so you can rely on a prior registration. So if I register my trademark in Trinidad and Tobago, I 
it is accepted, I'm given my certificate, I can now rely on that trademark registration to register under the Madrid Protocol in multiple countries. Multiple countries, and, and, and we and we are a, a country that has been signed on to the Yes, to the and it has IPO. literally now come into force in, in 2021. So we can say that we do have a, a properly working WIPO, uh, intellectual property Absolutely, office. absolutely. Good, Jason, time is short and we are out of time. However, I mean, I hope that um, that persons who are listening understood, right, and uh, uh, enable uh, enable them to know the difference between uh, trademarks and copyright. And I'm sure there's a lot more discussions that we can have. Absolutely. And I'm sure I'll, I will be calling you back. It's my uh, pleasure. I will be calling you back. So, guys, we are out of time. But thank you for viewing. Thank you for imparting the knowledge to Certainly. the persons who are listening and viewing, Jason, and. Do have a blessed day ahead. Thank you. Have a good day.